Welcome to the Make Money Behave podcast, where we talk about your money, your circumstances, and the small changes in your behavior that will have a big impact on both. My name is Maria Casillas, and I am honored to be your host. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Make Money Behave, and thank you so much for tuning in. I'm coming at you today holding my three-month-old daughter, and I share that with you just because right now she's sleeping, but if she happens to wake up during this recording, I apologize ahead of time. I do want to let you know that one of the things I love about being an entrepreneur is that I can pursue my passion and still be a mom at the same time. This is one of those flexibilities that I very much appreciate that even though I tried to get her down before I recorded, I realized that if I wait until she is going to give me 10 minutes of uninterrupted time, I probably just need to keep her in my arms. So that is what I'm coming with you today. I hope she allows me to get through this and doesn't wake up. Uh, But if she does, thank you so much ahead of time for the grace that you are going to offer me with that. I have not been on here for a few weeks now, I think, and that's mostly because I haven't had even two minutes to jump on to to actually record. Over the last couple weeks, we have had literally someone in my house that doesn't necessarily live in my house. like nonstop. We didn't have any breaks. And uh, it's been great. It's been wonderful having family in and out of town right around the Easter. It wasn't just because of the Easter holiday, but we also baptized my little one on Easter Sunday. And uh, we also had a couple family members who had just by chance um, had their kids spring breaks right around that time. And so they traveled from the Midwest into Arizona so that they could enjoy some of the nice warm weather we've been having. So needless to say, we've had, just like I said, a revolving door of people in our home. And what it has done is it's totally sucked away the time that I had to come to you. However, it gave me a few insights on some things that I'd like to share with you. And so over the next couple of episodes, I'll be trickling a couple of things. The one I want to talk to you about today, it actually involves my mother-in-law. Now, my mother-in-law came and she visited with us and uh, she stayed with us for a full week. It was a bit of a surprise because my husband kind of sprung that on me about two days before she came and said, hey, I'm going to fly my mom out and she's going to stay with us for a week. And so it kind of turned into some pivoting as if you if you listen to, I don't remember how long ago the episode was, but it was a long time ago and I think it was called Panic or Pivot. And that was basically when life throws uh, unexpected curveballs at you, you, you can you have a choice. You can either panic about it or you can pivot and try doing something different and so when he called and said that I'm like well I guess it's time to pivot a little bit uh, change a little bit about what we had planned over the next few days and just kind of go from there so that's what we did Um, and of course you know anytime you have somebody staying in your home it brings, um, it, it just brings up some challenges, you know, because they'll do things differently than what you do. It's stupid little things, like they'll put the toilet paper roll on the opposite way that you do it, and you notice those little things here and there. But there was nothing really major that, you know, that she does that is crazy. In fact, it's nice having the extra help. She's really good about picking things up. She'll she'll pick things up, you know, after, I'll, I'll either leave stuff out from the baby or from myself or whatever, and she will come behind me and pick those things up. So, So it's always nice to have that extra help in the house. 
There was one big challenge, however, and that has always been a challenge between me and my mother-in-law. Now, if you are a mother-in-law yourself or have a mother-in-law, you're probably snickering a little bit to yourself going, oh, I'll bet I can come up with some challenges between daughters-in-law and mothers-in-law, but I'm willing to bet that the challenge I'm going to share with you is not the typical type that you might be thinking. The challenge that I have with my mother-in-law is one of a language barrier. Now, my mother-in-law speaks only Spanish, and I, uh, I mean, I took eight years of Spanish. I, I took four years in high school, and I took four years in college. I actually went to Spain for a six-week um, period of time, and I should speak better Spanish. But the reality is I don't practice it. I don't use it in my everyday life. I don't practice it very much, and so because of that, I really don't have a really strong handle on it. One of my biggest frustrations when it comes to speaking a different language is that I can't be myself in that language. As you probably have picked up on, I'm a bit of a talker. And when you have that desire to talk, but you don't have the words to say, that becomes really frustrating. I also have a sense of humor, which I hope you've seen that I kind of bring to this podcast. And I tell you what, you guys, it is so hard to have a sense of humor in a language that's not your own <laughs> because I will try like a word-for-word -word translation and if I'm not offending somebody with what I say, I'm at least confusing them because whatever I'm wanting to say in English does not translate back to Spanish <laughs> and, and it just, I, I can't, you know, I can't joke in a different language. So anyway, I have a hard time. I don't feel like myself when I'm speaking a different language and so I have a hard time communicating. Now, the thing is, the, the problem or the thing is, I understand enough to kind of get by. So my husband went to work. Like he came in on a Saturday. Uh, his mom, he was home on Sunday with his mom. And then on Monday morning, like every other Monday morning, he got up at five in the morning and was gone by 6 a.m. and left me in a house with a woman who doesn't speak my language. Now, that doesn't sound like a big deal, and it's really not a big deal, except what I realized during all of this is that my head hurt <laughs> by the time this was all said and done. She would speak to me in, in Spanish, and I would understand probably, I want to say about 60% of what she would say. And then there was another 20% or so that I thought I understood <laughs> because it sounded very similar to something I understood. And then after doing a little bit of research, I realized, oh, no, that was that was totally off. I, I didn't understand that the way that I thought I did. And so um, I found myself like just asking for, you know, clarification. So if she would say something and I thought I understood it and then I would respond in a way that I thought was appropriate. And when she had a confused look on her face, I'm like, OK, either my response was totally off or I'm responding to something that I don't understand very well. And so I find myself having to ask her clarification. Okay, this particular word that you said, what does that mean? You know, expand on that for me so I can figure this out. And I would use my dictionary a lot, you know, okay, well, there's this particular word that I think I know, but it's not making sense in the right context. And so I would look that up and figure that out. And Oh, it, I'm getting tired just talking about about the process that I would go through just to try to communicate uh, for that eight hours during the day when my husband was gone. On Wednesday morning, 
his sister was coming into town and I can't tell you how excited I was about that because not only did I get to see my sister-in-law, but I was very much looking forward to the fact that she spoke both languages. She spoke the language that I spoke as well as the language that her mom spoke spokes, <laughs> the language that her mom speaks, and was able to be kind of like a buffer zone between us. So if there was something I didn't understand, I was able to quickly say, hey, help me out with this. Or if there was something that I wanted to be able to say and didn't want to flounder, I could ask my sister-in-law, would you please help me translate this for your mom? I realized that I was smart enough. I knew the language enough to be able to get by, if you will, like I could, I could make it happen. But like I said earlier, my brain physically hurt from doing that. It was so much extra work for me to figure out how to speak this language and get across the point that I wanted to get across. And I started thinking about why I hired a business coach and why my clients hire me. And it's because even though Money is something that you could do. I mean, you could go online and you could find budgets and you could figure out, you know, how to manage your money and how to make that behave. You could just listen to this podcast for free. You could listen to the many other podcasts that are out there. There are so many free resources and so many things that you could do or that you could access, excuse me, in order to do what you want to with your money. But if that's not the language that you speak, it just becomes pretty darn exhausting. And that is why having somebody like me in your corner can be worth it. It's like, I'm telling you what, you guys, I I had no problem driving to the airport to pick up somebody else. It didn't matter how inconvenient it might have been, how much gas I had to put in, how many miles I had to drive, how, um, how I had to work around, you know, my daughter's her her new schedule it didn't matter it really didn't matter it didn't matter that the highway was closed none of that mattered because I knew I was heading towards help I was getting someone who was going to be able to translate for me and and take that burden off of my shoulders so maybe money is your second language maybe it's something that you've studied a little bit you know some of the vocabulary you you know how some of it translates but when it comes to putting it all together and just making something so that it's understandable, maybe that's not something that you enjoy. And, you know, lucky for you, it's something I do enjoy. Uh, and I, I enjoy doing that with and for other people. So if that's if I can be that translator for you, I would be honored. And if I can't, I'm okay with that. I can send you to somebody who can be that translator for you. And it won't cost you a thing to figure that out. So if you contact me at um, just via email for now, as I work out some of the kinks in some of these other systems, I'd appreciate that. My email address is maria at cashinonchange.com. And maybe in the subject line, just put, you know, money is my second language with a smiley face and I'll totally get what you're talking about. And we can set up a quick call where we just decide, um, you know, if this is something that works for you, if I can help you. And if not, again, I'll find somebody who can. So uh, that's it for today. The little one is starting to wake up. You may hear her stirring in the background. I'm not sure, but she is starting to wake up. So I'm going to go be mom for a little bit. In the meantime, I thank you for listening. And I look forward to um, sharing some other insights with you later on this week. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. <laughs>